Welcome to Reuse on Replay with the Reusable Packaging Association. I'm Hillary McCutcheon with RPA. Our podcast features experts and thought leaders from around the reusable packaging industry in a conversation about reuse systems for the distribution of goods in the supply chain. Kroger is taking a zero-waste approach to reduce unnecessary packaging, reuse packaging where possible, and increase recycling rates and content in packaging. On today's podcast, Andrea Jasudian, Product Manager for Kroger Technology and Digital, joins RPA's Tim Debus in a conversation about the retailer's focus on packaging sustainability and how progress is being made with ambitious and impactful goals against waste. Thanks for listening. Very excited to have this conversation uh, with Andrea Jasudian from the Kroger Company, uh, really looking at their sustainability initiatives, especially focusing on packaging and reusable packaging uh, in particular. Uh, The Kroger company uh, has been around obviously for a long time, 2,800 stores, 35 states, and I think 28 different banners. Sometimes it's hard to to keep track of uh, where the presence of Kroger is in the country, but uh, their their presence in our community is uh, second to none in many ways. And we're gonna talk a little bit about how their strategies and their, their sustainability efforts very much impact the community. Uh, so very excited, uh, Andrea, for you to, to be a part of this conversation to learn more about what the Kroger company is doing in sustainability and, and packaging, uh, and ultimately you know, where you're going in terms of a lot of the great initiatives that you've established. Uh, maybe we start off uh, introducing yourself and about your role with uh, Kroger. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for having me. So yeah, my name is Andrea Jasudian. I am a product manager in our supply chain and manufacturing pillar within Kroger, um, focusing on our digital um, digital part of Kroger. So I am personally in charge of reducing the single-use waste within e-commerce, um, spe- specifically right now in our pickup space. Yeah, certainly we know the importance of e-commerce and the direction of, of the retail space. It's exciting to, to have that dedication that you have within uh, Kroger uh, in that space. Now, when I think uh, of Kroger and their sustainability initiatives, I always go first to the, the zero hunger, zero waste platform uh, that they put together. I think in 2017, I know there's a foundation that was established uh, a year later, but it seems to really be that that pillar of, of efforts that the Kroger company has in terms of looking to achieve uh, zero hunger, zero waste throughout all of their operations. Uh, quite an impressive and bold a platform that you have. Maybe tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Um, so Zero Hunger, Zero Waste is our environmental impact plan. It really is how can we make a commitment um, to our customers, uh, to our employees on how are we going to be more sustainable? So based on that, we are focused on, we are looking at three main pillars. We're looking at people, we're looking at the planet, and we're looking at systems. So through people, how are we going to be zero waste. So we want zero operational waste. We want over 95% food waste diversion uh, by 2025. So to be able to do that, people were focused on providing fresh products, good prices, being able to provide and donate as much food as we possibly can. We're also looking at our planet. So what are the things that we can do to be um, to reduce that waste, to be more sustainably conscious to work on our supply chain and make sure that it's a responsible one through our systems. So those are our main uh, pillars that we focus on. Um, so also our, our main project right now that we're working on is reducing that single, um, eliminating that plastic 
single-use plastic within all of a Kroger. Yeah. Yeah. When I look over the materials, and you're like, gosh, you realize how big food waste is, and that's that's a big part of the zero waste mm -hmm. is the food waste, and we talk about solid waste a lot in the packaging space, uh, but that goes hand in hand in the sense of some food waste, especially how we transport food, including perishables. A lot of data and information about how reusable packaging in terms of protecting the freshness and even extending the shelf life of, of perishable foods. There's opportunities uh, there as well, but food waste every bit as much uh, on the solid waste. Absolutely. When, when you look at the zero hunger, zero waste, you can even filter it down to your sustainable packaging goals. And that's where you get into some real detail on the packaging side of, of your business. Um, and, you know, things like we want to have re recyclability and use recycled content, composting and reusable. How, how is that going in terms of where you are today with your sustainable packaging goals? Yeah, absolutely. So we are obviously, as you mentioned, our main goal is to be 100 uh, percent, our brand products be 100 percent reusable, recyclable um, or compostable. And we really started with being able to, we made a list of our goals and how do we teach and how do we help our customers understand what do you do with a product by the end of, the, of its life? How do you, how do we focus on, on creating products with less material to be more recyclable? So the first thing that we did was focus on our baseline. We had to make sure that we understood what our impact and our footprint was to be able to then go back um, and make our goals. So as we did that baseline, we looked at, we found out that about 40% of our brand products are already recyclable products. So that was great finding. Um, we've been working on that already. And now working on that 60%, it's going great. Our goals are to be um, achieved by 2030. And we are we already making changes to our products. We've changed the shrink wrap that we use in our pallets. We've changed um, for example, the containers for our eggs, we've changed um, peanut butter containers. We are looking at every single product that we can and finding ways to achieve our goals. Um, so it's it's been going great just working constantly on as a company as a whole to be able to do that. I know firsthand Kroger has been a leader in reusable plastic containers or RPCs for perishables. Uh, gosh, I remember introducing that into the Rouse division as a, as a trial uh, maybe dating myself a long time ago, uh, but you've grown with RPC use in perishables. And of course, our role in more of the supply chain reusable systems, uh, Kroger continues to expand that. You mentioned the egg uh, program. I, I showed a picture on the last uh, presentation I gave of the egg RPCs with product on top. And it really seems to have been a good experience citing a lot of the performance impact through Kroger operations of reusable plastic containers for transporting uh, fresh uh, uh, produce. Uh, it looks like there's room for growth as well with RPCs. It's something that seems now to be embedded into the, the fabric of your operations. Is yes. that right? Absolutely. Yeah. In every aspect um, of our business, every meeting that I'm in, it's not just our pillar. It's every pillar within Kroger. It's every meeting, different departments, different teams. We are working together to make sure that we are using these RPCs and using them the best way possible. And not only that, but behavioral change. It's not just on us. It's how do you change customer behavior? How do we do that research to really get as much information as you can to make it a successful change? Yeah, I know also, uh, you know, Kroger's about lowest cost, highest quality for your customers, if I may. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know that, that Kroger would not introduce these reusable systems unless there wasn't some economic benefit. 
looking at, again, how that performance achieves ultimately uh, their goals. And, and I think you're, you're seeing that, right, in terms of establishing those reuse systems. They, they may need refinement. They may need optimization over time. But is it fair to say that your experience and why you would look at reuse and supply chain, because there are many ways that you're achieving some financial benefits some cost savings, some efficiencies. Is- what we are doing is you really think, oh, we're going to get rid of these very cheap plastic bags. It's going to be so expensive. But you're not just changing a plastic bag for something that's reusable and it's a one-to-one. You have to go back and look at the whole system. You have to like look at our technology, look at operations. It really is that integration between technology and operations and the physical and the digital. And it's not only about, oh, let's make this one change. It's looking at our whole process. What are we doing to be able to achieve our goals, to make our associates, in-store associates' lives better for their jobs? How can we improve on the process? So it really is just an opportunity to go in and say, how can we use these reusable contents now to be able to say, let's make more money because labor is different now. Technology is allowing different avenues. So I like the the point um, because you mentioned a lot of different departments within Kroger who's looking at reuse systems and their impact. And I think that's right. You know, in many times, whether we're in silos, uh, we've got people working with reuse. And then maybe the next department, uh, whether it's warehouse workers or, uh, you know, it could be the logistics, they may not be uh, in sync with what those goals are. That can be very challenging for a business to maximize the potential for reuse. And that's what you mentioned in terms of the, the whole, uh, you know, a flattening of, of the parties and the, the responsibilities all towards that same goal with reuse. And I think that's where you're able to extract that benefit. And it's tough to do, especially the size of the company that Kroger is for sure. It is. Yeah, it really isn't just a tagline. It is a change in the culture within Kroger. How do we become more sustainable when we're all working on different projects, but we have each other, we communicate and we can grow and share findings to just be more successful. And if we don't want two or three teams working on the same thing. So we want to make sure that we grow together. And it is it's definitely not easy, but um, I think we're making great progress. Well, no doubt uh, the Otato network of uh, fulfillment uh, direct to the consumer and the e-commerce business is an exciting part of your operations. Uh, and probably a little more closer to home with you working on more of the digital and the technology side because it's very, very high tech. Uh, it's called the beehive, right? It's like a network of robots moving product untouched by humans. Quite fascinating as well. Uh, but that really is another touch point of product coming in and product going out directly to the consumer. How do you look at sustainability and packaging associated with that operations when you're removed from, say, your traditional warehouses now with such a highly automated uh, robotic system of fulfilling orders directly to consumers where you may not have any physical stores presence at, at all? How are you viewing sustainability and even packaging within those operations? We are working very closely with them um, to be able to focus on that to eliminate the plastic bags there as well, which is not an easy task when everything's robotic. So um, we are growing in that. We are doing a lot more discovery. We are just, um, yeah, just meeting with them constantly and trying to understand what they're doing. But the same thing, we are doing it together as a whole. It's not just one part of Kroger. Everyone is working towards this one goal. Yeah, and it's an important goal, uh, but one you're still learning, right? You're yes. still, uh, you're actually leading. You're creating uh, that new ecosystem for how products 
we'll be getting to consumers more effectively and conveniently. And, and of course, there's trial and error, there's projects, there's discovery, and you're probably in the thick of that in terms of your fulfillment centers with the, the Ocado network. Is yes, that, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> so we'll have to touch base in a couple of years to see some yes, of those experiences yeah. and, and draw from those as well. Yeah. Uh, let, me, let me ask you about your specific projects because you, yeah. you're project manager, you've got a, a slew of projects that you're working on. Mm-hmm. Could you share some examples of what you're focused on related to sustainability and packaging as well? But what are some examples that are on your desk, probably accumulating piles right now as you're here with us? Yeah, what, for sure. What's keeping you busy? <laughs> um, so the first thing when um, I got to Kroger really is looking in our pickup space. What is it that we can help eliminate that single-use waste, but still improve on our labor and still um, help our business and not only having additional customers, but maintaining the one, especially um, through COVID and all the customers that we got through that time. So right now we focus mainly on our labels. We have so many labels that we throw away. Um, they are single use. So just changing the process there makes a huge difference in labor um, and obviously the, the environmental impact. And that is all internal. That is does not touch the customer. So we're looking at different options and different reusable containers um, and alternatives for our customers to be able to still have a seamless experience within Kroger. Um, and we're piloting different things. And right now we're really just focusing mainly on the culture. That's the that's the hard part. People don't want to change. Um, Something that is so easy as I'm going to go, I'm going to get my four bags and I'm just going to go home. I don't have to think about recycling. I don't have to think about what's going to happen next, returning, anything like that, or even buying them. But it, it's, it really is. We're studying that culture in states that have had bag bans for a very long time. And they already kind of have that culture. And then we're looking at states like where we're from, from Indiana, that that is just not, that is not the, the culture at all. So we're really focusing first on how do we reach to these customers that just have different behaviors. Well, I want to share a perspective on, on the convenience because we hear often that, you know, it, we can't do it unless it's equal or more convenient. And I sometimes I take a step back and I think, well, if we look at where convenience has gotten us, uh, waste, uh, pollution, resource consumption, I'm like, maybe for a short period of time, we could be a little more inconvenient to change that culture. Right. That we're all in this together in the mm-hmm. sense of addressing some of these major problems. And I think this whole push of being we've got to be more convenient, more convenient. Well, that really hasn't gotten us to where we want to be in society. So let's think about a ways that that change can happen that will be more convenient, but it may take a little bit of time. And I'm just so opposing a perspective for me. So, uh yeah, so that, that's something that I think is we've got to look at that culture. And it reminds me of something that we've talked about. You mentioned some organization around around Kroger and teams that are being mm-hmm. built. And yeah. some exciting things as far as real clever and innovative ways in which the Kroger organization is getting out more towards, as we talked earlier, more operations involved in the same goal. Can you tell me about how Kroger's organizing in terms of your talents and resources for these bigger initiatives. Yeah, absolutely. So when I joined Kroger, um, they already had a green team is what their name it was. And they were just young professionals who said, we love sustainability. We want to do something about it. And with my team members, we met with them and we're like, we need to do something. We need actionable goals. Um, and we want this to be company-wide. Kroger is so big. We can make such a big impact um, with now being very remote friendly. I'm a remote worker, for example. 
Um, and it's something that it's not just something that we can say, hey, let's be sustainable at the corporate center. It's not like that. We have to be learn to be sustainable everywhere. So we started um, a, an associate resource, resource group uh, named ECO. So that stands for Environmentally Conscious Outcomes. And that's what our focus is, just outcomes. We're focusing on the main three pillars that Kroger um, Zero Waste Strategy focuses on. So we're focusing on people and really educating everyone, every, educating our in-store associates, educating ourselves, um, our corporate center, everyone. And how can we be more sustainable within our homes? We've got team members that live in Brazil. So it really isn't just the U.S. We can make an impact everywhere. So through education and then um, the planet, there are so many partnerships that we can have with organizations, with our counties, with our cities to really be able to create a big impact there. So we're working with them as well. And then um, systems, we are, we are innovating. So we want to make sure that as we change all of our technology, we are thinking about sustainability. So it's going to our different teams, going to our different um, areas and pillars within Kroger and having us focus even if your your project is not sustainable or you don't believe it's sustainable, there's sustainability to look at. There's so much to focus on and thinking of things in a very different way. So we're focusing on all those and um, we're just getting started and we're really excited. Yeah, so it's eco. It's uh, environmental. Environmentally conscious outcomes. Environmentally conscious outcomes. We wanted something actionable. So we didn't want outcomes out of this. Yeah, it's re results-oriented uh, in terms of what you're trying to achieve. I mentioned at the very beginning about the whole community base. And I, I don't know if, uh, if it's fair or not in terms of you've got that responsibility in communities. Yeah. <laughs> because you're getting people back. I mean, these are their, their source of, of, of shopping. And so it sounds like Kroger takes that to heart in terms of making sure your sustainability programs can get translated down at the, the community level. Do you find even at the digital and the technologies understanding how that pulls through to the consumer? Absolutely, yes. Everything we do will affect our consumer um, end to end. It, it, any process change. And this is the opportunity that we have to make that process and that um, customer experience really just fabulous. And we're working very diligently to do our research and uh, make sure we... Um, know how to change that behavioral, cult like cultural behavior, yeah. Well, all, all these new programs, the growth, the, the new omni-channel distribution, uh, a lot to think about. Absolutely. Uh, technology in terms of how we can maximize, and how, but, but packaging at the end of the day becomes something that we've got to be a, a part of the design early on, right? And that, that's something that, you know, we, a lot of people will design systems and say, okay, now we got to get packaging to fit that system here. Is it fair to say, at least my experience, is you're looking at packaging at the very beginning? Absolutely. We are, all of our pilots, it is one-on-one. -on -one. As we're making changes to technology, we're making changes to our physical packages. We are testing everything. So every pilot that we have, it's not just a technology change. It's a physical object change. So we go to our stores, we pilot them for a significant amount of time, and we get the associate feedback, people who are using it, people who are, are used to plastic bags or paper bags, for example, they are looking at all the different options and we're gathering that feedback, but it has to be in tandem. You can't, it's not an afterthought um, because they really work together. Yeah, particularly when you're talking about reusable packaging, whether it's pallets, bullpens, containers, trays in our space in the supply chain, 
where it has all those different touch points. Mm -hmm. It has different systems, uh, especially when we're looking at the automated fulfillment centers. Uh, not using packaging as the afterthought is probably very important to get it. I think that's that's yes. a good takeaway as we talk to, to companies looking at reusable packaging is, again, to, to look at it at the very front as part of that advantage that you can incorporate in your operations. And you're, again, as you guys push out new systems, new ways, it's part of that. And in reusable packaging, it's comfortable to say that it's part of your strategic approach with your sustainability goals. With Yes, with almost every system that we have. Yes. Yeah. And even with your consumers, consumer packaging, which is a whole other uh, Absolutely. area yes. of engaging them with some stores. And I know yes. uh, Kroger's got some pilots out there and, and really looking at uh, how the consumer can participate in reuse and refill systems here. So uh, we're rooting for you uh, in you. a sense. <laughs> we're excited. Uh, but Kroger's been a, a member of RPA for over 10 years and really has helped guide the association to get where we are and continues to uh, on the education side, on bringing collaboration uh, throughout the industry. Uh, so thank you uh, so much, yeah, uh, you. Andrea. I know uh, we're, you, Andrea is going to be available for questions, uh, you know, afterwards as we shift into our our new sessions. And want to thank you for being a yeah, part of this experience. You. And thank I you hopefully in a couple of years we can follow yeah, up and, and great. <laughs> uh, catch up on all these great programs that Kroger's sounds working great. on. But thank you for being here. Today. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it.